Welcome to the Chatty Teachers Podcast. This podcast is made for teachers by some really chatty teachers. All about the aspects of teaching that no one really talks about. I am hoping to share some laughs and some tears so that you know you are not alone in this. Today we're going to be chatting about the importance of reading books in the classroom. Good morning, or hello, welcome to another episode of the Charity Teachers Podcast. So today we're going to be talking about something very close to my heart, um, and that is reading books, or children's books, or read alouds, or kind of whatever you'd like to call them. Now, obviously we know, and as most of us are obsessed with books, um, there are so many, and all of them, I feel, are intentional in their own right, they all... um, bring a you know they're they're all made for a certain purpose to convey a certain message um but I really just think that they are so incredibly important in the classroom um you know first and foremost they build vocabulary you know you're teaching kids new words every time you pulled out a book you know when we read aloud to them or when we read to them uh, together as a class um, they encounter new words. They add to their vocabulary list. You know what I I I love to do is is you know while we're reading a book, keep a little whiteboard next to you or a piece of paper, and write down all the new words. Put them somewhere big so that you can um you know kind of reinforce them during the day. Be like, do you remember what this word means that we read in the book this morning? Or um, who remembers the words that we learned this morning? You know, using it as a way to you know, foster a learning environment with in regards to their vocabulary. Um, it also improves their comprehension and their active listening. You know, if you've got all of them sat in front of you and you are, you know, telling them a story, they are actively listening. You're teaching them self-regulation and, you know, how to, you know, sit in a busy environment and to listen, um, you know, to understand what is happening, to look deeper into the meaning of words. That's why it's so important when we do do read alouds, we chat to them about the message. We chat to them about the story. We kind of go deeper into what we are talking about. What does it all mean? Um it also it reduces stress and it makes us happy i mean i my favorite part of the day was reading books and i used to try and incorporate it more than just once you know i know most um teachers schools have an allocated story time at the end of the day but you know do it more you know read a book before you go out to break while they're eating their snack read a book when they come back in from break just to kind of get them to calm down try and um you know, kind of incorporate it into more spheres of the classroom than just at the end of the day, this is when we reread. Um, it also strengthens their fluency. Um, it can improve their memory. You know, certain books, and obviously depending on what they are about, I mean, it's, it's you know, you're helping them to develop their social emotional skills. It, you know, these read aloud books can be literally integrated into any subject I I feel. Integrate them into maths, English, life skills, Afrikaans, any language that you teach. It is an absolutely amazing way to to convey a message or to um I don't know, express in the classroom. Um 
what I love to do is to kind of choose and read aloud maybe for the week um, and base my activities around it, um, you know, to base my theme work on. You know, teaching, you know, when we're, when we're, when we're working, you know, kind of choose a book that might feel relevant. So if it's the first day of school, the first week of school, choose one of those first day of school books and use that as your basis. If you go on to Teachers Pay Teachers and you Google the book that you are, um, you know, wanting to read, nine times out of ten, somebody has made a resource pack or um, some kind of... Um, like supplementary either worksheets or crafts or activities to go with it. That was my absolute favorite thing to do. And then obviously to make my own, you know, I'd kind of choose a book and then from that book, you know, create a whole, you know, week's worth of lessons, obviously all integrating the stuff that is in the curriculum already. So for example, um, my favorite, absolute favorite, um, and if you, I don't know, I post on stories quite often, um, my favorite children's author is Julie Donaldson, who wrote The Gruffalo, um, many, many, many other books, but her, my absolute favorite story is The Gruffalo. So say, for instance, we are, I'm reading The Gruffalo this week, um, if you go and look on, um, Teachers by Teachers, even Twinkle have some Gruffalo, um, activities, or um, Teachers Pet UK, they've got such amazing resources for the Gruffalo. Um, what I would do is I'd take the story of the Gruffalo, pick certain parts of it, and then integrate it. So if we're doing maths, instead of just counting circles and squares, we are counting Gruffalos and mice and foxes and snakes and frogs. Okay, instead of, um, you know, doing our creative writing about Biff and Chip or about, um, you know, some other book or some other topic, we do it about the Gruffalo. What did the Gruffalo see or what do you think happened after the Gruffalo ended? So, you know, so taking, you know, the topics and the themes from the book that you have been doing and pulling it into every other aspect of you know, your week or of the topics that you need to be teaching that are actually in your curriculum. Um, you know, life skills, social, emotional development, um, they are the most stunning, stunning children's book, teaching all sorts of things. You know, if you've got kids in your class who are struggling with a certain, um, I don't know, change in their life, um, I don't know, parents getting divorced, um, having a new baby, you know, introducing your brother and sister. They are the most phenomenal books on all of those subjects that, you know, it kind of just gives a bit of a, like a concrete um, situation for them to kind of relate to. You know, if you're telling them a story about how, you know, this happened or, you know, this is what the book says, you know, it gives them something to relate to, to kind of think back on and be like, oh, you know, in that book, or that's what that's what happened, or you know, and then showing them that there is a way to kind of work through those emotions and kind of get to the other side, and it's actually going to be amazing in the end. Um, I just, I absolutely love read loud books. You know, there's an app, there's a book for absolutely everything. You know, any kind of topic you can imagine, anything you want to teach in your classroom, there is a book for it, and if you look hard enough you'll definitely find resource packs to kind of bolster it up or to use alongside it, um, you know, or make your own. I mean, it's it's honestly, 
you know, so easy, just, you know, pop out a Word document, um, you know, type up your heading, print out the worksheet, or, you know, just integrate it into your classroom. Um, you know, I feel like the kids, when they've got something to kind of relate to it, it just makes it so much more fun and so much more relatable and so much more um, interactive as well. I mean, my favorite was, you know, to, to kind of do the whole works um, activities for the week. And then like in, in the case of the Gruffalo, um, you know, I found some printable masks on Pinterest so that everyone had their little Gruffalo mask or their little fox mask or mouse mask. And we all reenacted the story and we spoke about it and we said, what did the Gruffalo say? Or, you know, what happened here? What happened there? You know, in improving their memory, their um, speaking skills, their, you know, their interaction with their peers. It kind of can be brought into the classroom and used in so many different ways. And, you know, it might be, you might be like, oh, but it's just a book. It is not just a book. They are so beneficial. It's like absolutely unreal. So if you have been following me for a while, you will know that I am in the process of writing my own children's book. Um, and I think, you know, I've got so many ideas of what I want to say. And, 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 you know, as a teacher being in the classroom, knowing that there are gaps which I would like to fill and I think especially in like a South African context you know making or writing books that are are very um relatable to our kids you know because a lot of the books that we have and that are written are written for kids in other countries who are not in the same kind of um you know situation or um uh yeah the, the, the climate isn't exactly like ours so i would love to write books that are more tailored to the south african perspective you know where our kids can read and be like oh i know that place or oh, i live in that place or you know oh i've seen that thing or i've been there um so that you know they can be like more excited about it um so i'm hoping that's going to be one of my focuses for this year is to get my my book done and I'm very excited about it and I really think you know you can really make such a difference sharing a message in that kind of way um just to kind of close off this little short episode um I have a few reading book suggestions of just books that I absolutely love and that what I've used in my classroom before and and you know the kids really respond well to and one of my favorite series or um, collections of books is by Suzanne Verd. I'll put all the names in the in the show notes if you'd like to go and have a look but she's got a, a series of books called the I Am it's supposed to be the I Am series and some of the titles are like I Am Me, I Am yoga which is a book of mindfulness i am love i am courage you know a book of resilience all of these books are catered towards a specific kind of area um to help kids to you know share and to you know stand fast in themselves and and her book i am courage is probably one of my favorite books because you know you've got that repetitive phrase i am courage and you kind of as you go the kids start repeating it with you and by the end of it you've got all them saying i am courage um i'll never forget um i did that book once as a, a message in an assembly and i had the entire foundation facing in front of me and literally i don't even know how many kids probably like 100 kids all saying back to me i am courage and it just made me feel like i've got goosebumps just thinking about it right now but it's just such an amazing message and kind of 
you know, a lesson to teach them because then, you know, from kind of that day forward, you know, whenever something would happen in the classroom, I'd always say to them, but, you know, but we are courage, you know, we can do this. And they'd always be like, yes, because I am courage. And it's, it's just a, an amazing, like, thing to just foster within them so that they can then be so excited about it and just, like, want to be involved. The next one is a book called The Dot by Peter H. Reynolds. This is quite a popular book, but I absolutely love it. It's basically just to teach that, you know, anything that you put your mind to, you can do it. You know, this little girl, Vashti, she starts off not being able to draw, and her teacher literally says to her, um, or she draws a dot, or draw a dot, and then her teacher says, okay, now sign it. And then she gets encouraged to, you know, keep drawing more dots, and she figures out that she actually is the most amazing artist. Um, and I just think that, you know, messages like that, like anything you do, um, you know, believe in yourself, because anything that you put your mind to is something that you can do. And it's such a beautiful book, but such simple illustrations, but it honestly just gets the message across so, so beautifully. Um, the next one is called The Color Monster by Anna Leninas. I think I think that's how you say her surname. The most gorgeous book focusing on emotions and these little monsters um, which all you know depict different emotions and um, you know as you kind of go along the book um, it you know encourages little little people to open up and discuss how they feel you know even when their thoughts are confusing or they don't understand you know obviously you know my whole kind of focus at the moment you know with my if you've been watching my stories with my calm down kid is helping kids regulate their emotions because I feel the world we live in now is so vastly different to when I was at school when my parents were at school and I feel like it's so much more overwhelming and confusing and you know school has become so demanding of them and I feel like you know these little these little people they 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 don't know how to you know share their emotions with us and you know that might then come out as anger or as rage when in fact all they are feeling is anxious or all they are feeling is confused but they don't know how to share it with you so they then act out and I feel like you know it's so easy to you know to label a child and be like oh they're so naughty or they're so um, they're an angry child when in actual fact they are trying to navigate their emotions and trying to work through things on their own that maybe they just need a little bit of help with so that this I absolutely this is one of the most beautiful books um, and if you can't get the book you know as is and I'll say this for all the books that I'm kind of mentioning now if you google them or if you google them on YouTube type them in on YouTube there are tons of read alouds on YouTube, um, you know, to just play them on YouTube. Um, uh, yeah, so then, then you're able to use them in your classroom without actually having the book in front of you. The last one I'd like to mention that it is, is, is a South African book, and I think it's absolutely the most stunning book. It's called Mr. Here Meets Mr. Mandela. The most beautiful illustrations, and it's all about little hair who finds 200 rand and on the front of this 200 rand note is Mr. Mandela's face and he thinks oh this must belong to Mr. Mandela so he does this whole big trick um, from like the outskirts of Joburg all the way into Joburg to go and find Mr. Mandela and obviously along the way 
you know, he needs to buy a train ticket or he needs to, you know, he buys a cinnamon bun. So he spends the money and obviously his 200 round note goes from being a 200 round note to being a 10 round note. And it's such a beautiful book to use for maths. You know, the value of money, starting at 200 rand, going down to 10 rand, you know, as he stops along the way thinking, how much has he spent here? You know, use it as a... um. An activity let everybody write 200 rand on their whiteboards take away take away take away until you get to the end you know it's just such a beautiful example of kind of integrating it you know into you know what you're learning or what you're doing and making it very meaningful um i think i'm going to end the episode there just a little short one all about my love for books um but really they are the most absolutely amazing books i think my my favorite thing to do is literally um, going into a bookshop and just, you know, give yourself a good hour and just go and look through the books, you know, have a look, um, see which one, you know, kind of, you know, you know, resonates with you. Um, and I know children's books at the moment are quite expensive. Um, some of them are quite an investment. That's why when you do buy children's books, look after them with your life. And the more expensive ones, I think I've definitely learned, rather don't put those out in your reading corner for the kids to to play with too much. I mean, as much as it is nice, you know, you want them to interact with the books, but these books are very, very expensive. Um, but... I think my what, what Ashley and I used to do is we used to go into bargain books and just go and sift through all the hundreds of books and you'd find some real gems and some of them would be on special for like 40 or 50 rand um, and those be the books that you know you kind of you know can buy then for your reading corner for the kids to interact with um, but yeah I just think reading books are so vital and so important within you know a classroom you know for teaching and I just think it's it's such an amazing way, you know, for the kids to relate back to you as a person, to, um, you know, their friends and their families, you know, to go home and say, oh, today I read this book at school today and it was so amazing. Thank you for listening. If you've got any other books that you'd like to suggest, please send me a DM and I can then add them onto the show notes or I'll do a post and then everybody can maybe leave their comments underneath um, with all the different books that they love. Um, but I hope you all have the most fabulous day and I'll see you in the next one. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Chatty Teachers Podcast. If you enjoyed it and you would like to keep listening, please make sure to check back in next week or connect with us over on Instagram. We are an independent podcast, so a review would be amazing. Please follow on whichever streaming platform you use to keep in touch and to keep updated.